here it is another episode of the infinite banter podcast what is good my people this is mark jolliffe aka dj soundwave got my guy jehovah nisi on the show today gonna play a few of his songs talk about his new album hovito and a lot more but before we do that we gotta do some sponsor stuff Today's episode is sponsored by Relief Factor. Pain from everyday living, exercise, or just getting older is one of the leading causes of trips to the doctor and sleepless nights. Man, I can relate to this. It interferes with daily activities and can even keep us from spending time with the people we love. If you have everyday pain, it stands to reason you need something you can feel comfortable with taking every day. That's why doctors invented 100% drug-free Relief Factor. Now tens of thousands of customers are using Relief Factor every day to become mostly or completely pain-free. 100% drug-free Relief Factor features four key ingredients that each work on a different metabolic pathway to support your body's natural healing process to respond to pain and inflammation. Now you can try Relief Factor 2. The three-week quick start retail price of almost $70 is now available to our listeners of Infinite Banter for just $19.95. Head to the link in our show notes to find out more. Start your journey to better health and less pain today with Relief Factor. Once again, as you heard a minute and 30 seconds ago, this is the Infinite Banter Podcast. I am Mark Jolliffe, also known as DJ Soundwave. Thanks for checking out the show. Appreciate everybody who's been listening. Had to give a big shout out to my guy JF, who was on the last episode. Make sure you go check out his new EP, Believe It or Not. It's available on Fat Beats. I posted links on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. So if you follow me, you will find uh, links to his album and everything like that. It's a really good, really good EP. If you listened to the podcast last week, played three songs from it. And if you have not, of course, go back and check it out. Definitely recommend that. And speaking of where you can find me and this show, you follow the Infinite Banter Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Infinite Banter Pod. Big show today. Got my man Jehovah Nisi on the show. His new album, Hovito, is just straight fire. And I'm really looking forward to bringing this interview to you guys. I had so much fun talking to him, man. He's got so many great stories. I'll just set one thing up for you. Before I even started talking to him, I have, you know, a list of things that he's done and accomplished from the publicist. And uh, <laughs> one of the things on there said that he worked at Quad Studios and worked at Shakira. And I was like, okay, that's it. I know I need to ask him about Shakira. Not because I'm like this huge fan music wise, but if you don't know why I'm a fan of her, then maybe your eyes don't work or something. I don't know. Whatever. It's all good. I just wanted to know what it was like to sit next to her for like five seconds. So he talks about that, and man, he talks about so much. So definitely just just stay tuned for that. I'm going to play a couple of his songs as well from his new album, Hovito. Really good stuff, man. Also, later in the show, definitely going to pay homage to the one and only Biz Markie who passed away since I did my last episode. So definitely got to represent the Biz, the diabolical one, and talk about him for a minute as well. But as always, you can find this show on all streaming platforms. I'll give you a couple right off the top here. You can go to Apple Podcasts. If you go to Apple Podcasts, rate and review the show. Go to Podchaser. You can do the same thing there. Rate and review it. We're also on Bullhorn, CastBox, Castro, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast, Podverse, Spotify, Stitcher. Everywhere you find podcasts, this show better be there. And if it's not, let me know. I'm going to go holler at them and tell them to put it back on. You can go to YouTube, check out clips from past guests. Just go to YouTube, type in Infinite Banter. You will find the show there. All right, let's get into it. Talk to my guy, Jehovah Nisi, about his new album, Hovito, and a lot more. We talk about a lot of stuff, so 
Get ready for that. Talk about the biz and other things as well. And I had mentioned in the last podcast I was going to do the uh, Indiana Jones movie. I'm going to save that for the next podcast because, as I mentioned, sometimes the little one, the two-year-old, resets my uh, plans and uh, didn't get a chance to watch it yet. So I'll definitely watch it for the next one. I know nobody cares. I don't know why I'm even telling you guys this. Nobody gives a shit. But I'm going to do it anyway. I'll put myself through that torture and do it on the next episode. But all right, let's get to it. No more yapping. Let's get right back into the show here. Jehovah Nisi is here. Let's talk about that new album, Hovito. But before we do anything, as always, this show never starts until the one and only, the man who wears glasses so he can see, DMC. Tell them what they're listening to. Yo, yo, what's up? This is me, DMC, the K-I-N-G, the greatest MC in history. And right now, you're listening to Infinite Banter because we will banter on forever. Because this is the only place for all of y'all to ever be. I be infinite banter. And I say this every time. You know the deal. Music guest is on, which is almost every episode these days. We will play a song first before we talk to that person. So here we go. This is One King from Jehovah Nisi off his new album, Hovito, featuring Ina Lisa Lotus. And this is one of my favorite songs on the album. Definitely, definitely go check out Hovito. This is a really good record, man. And uh, he's got more coming, so stay tuned for that. But here we go. Jehovah Nisi, One King, off his new album, Hovito, on the Infinite Banter podcast. And when you listen to the song, at the end of it, the other side, we're going to talk to my man Jehovah himself. One King, Jehovah Nisi, Infinite Banter. Let's go. Another one of those. Young Hovito, baby. Lomachenko with the flow, it hit different A true champs, paperback book, food stamps I was in, nigga, playing the black tops Ready to win, nigga, your bitch saw me balling in low tops I was getting it in with her, I been slicker This elixir is a different mixture Hovito, don't need antennas just to get the picture My shit is tanner if you really trying to talk a brick up In front of cameras, I leave you outlining chalk and lit up No seance you're living off the words you play on Jovito got the room full of his ambiance And I'll be honest It's been a while since a nigga been on The shit that I be on And the way that I be on it I'm way beyond ya Light laughter while I'm penning this performance I'm enormous Living like the McAllisters The McCormicks The Rothschilds The weed I smoke An ounce cost a thousand. You announced yourself to be the king on the book But we lost the files Yo let me let y'all niggas know one thing Yo, let me let y'all niggas know one thing. Yo, let me let y'all niggas know one thing. There can only be one chap. Yo, let me let y'all niggas know one thing. Yo, let me let y'all niggas know one thing. Yo, let me let y'all niggas know one thing. What's up? There can only be one chap. These niggas dumb funny. Now when they see me, they run from me. Niggas got robbed for their money, it didn't come from me. Or Mr. Green, and this is what you get when you diss the team. My whip is clean, niggas distance they self from the dream. But I'ma hold it down, every model around me is going down. And you don't need a bottle of lean, nigga, just slow it down. New York is now the hottest scene, and I got the throne and crown of Skepta. And you know I'm gonna check you before I disrespect you. Yo, let me let y'all niggas know one thing. Yo, let me let y'all niggas know one thing. Yo, let me let y'all niggas know one thing. Yo, let me let y'all niggas know one thing. 
Yo, let me let y'all niggas know one thing. Yo, let me let y'all niggas know one thing. What's up? I'm Dr. Diego, and you're now listening to Infinite Banner Podcast with DJ Soundwave. Let's go. You're tuned into the Infinite Banter Podcast. I am DJ Soundwave, and right now I'm joined by an MC and producer from Rochester, New York. His new album, Jovito, is out right now. Welcome to the show, the one and only Jehovah Nisi. What's up, man? Peace, King. Shalom, everybody. What's happening? Man, good, man. It's so so glad to have you here. This album is just amazing, dude. Before I get into the album, for heads who are listening who are not familiar with you, you know, let them know about uh, how you got started in the game and how long you've been doing this. Oh, man, I've been doing this since the early 90s, you heard, like, 94, 93. I was solid with it as far as producing and rhyming, you know what I'm saying? Um, I was street, I was really a street kid for sure, you know what I'm saying? But I, I hung with the graffiti artists, and the break dancers, and things like that way back when I was young, you know what I mean? So, like, it was always in my blood to make music. Um, my older brother used to listen to rock and roll. My older sisters used to listen to hip-hop. And, you know, depending on what room I'm in, what world I'm in, uh-huh. <laughs> that's that's how it went for me. I grew up memorizing all these songs. Just music was happening, you know, especially back in those times. Ain't nothing like these times. No doubt. Is that in Rochester? Is that where you were born, where you came up? Or Yeah, I was born in Rochester. Um, I was raised in Jersey. Just after like five years old, my father moved out there and I would go back and forth. So shout out to Newark, New Jersey. You know what I'm saying? I, I was raised with my father on holidays, summers, and shit like that over there. And then I stayed with my mom's school and all that shit over here. Rochester, yeah. Yeah, Rochester's coming up. I don't know if you're familiar with uh, my guy, M. Doc Diego. He's been on the show a couple times, and he's from Rochester. And he's been doing yeah, good yeah, things, too. Sure. Yeah, Shout out. Shout out to that cat, for sure. No doubt, man. How did uh, going from you know Rochester to Newark, how did that shape you as an artist, man? Obviously, hearing different influences and styles. And, of course, Newark had some real raw MCs back in the day, too. Man, yeah, I had the best of both worlds. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, Rochester was grittiest within itself. You know what I'm saying? As our city is actually has has sculpted and created original artists. You know what I'm saying? Like from the gutter. But uh, coming going to like Jersey and shit like that, and hitting New York City and all that shit, I was always ahead of time because Rochester was always behind New York City as far as trends. Right. You know what I mean? So I actually had the time to go there, out there a whole summer and learn everything and bring it back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, For everybody else that was coming up. Yeah. I had the mixtapes. I had, you know what I'm saying? I had all that shit coming through. You know, everybody be excited like, yo, you know, Pi coming back, hopefully going to add a you know what I'm saying? He gonna have the, the new music and shit. Like we right. was always excited. You know what I mean? So new, new gear, new whatever was ha- happening. I bring, I bring it through. You know what I'm saying? With the auras, let them know. Like yeah, that's what's popping now. You know what Dolomites was popping. It's like you know what I'm saying? Like that's what's popping now. You know they didn't know it. So you know what I mean? But it's like it was always fun to come back with the new information. So I had the best of both worlds, and I, I actually had a battle out there. You know when when I was coming from Rochester, they just 
considered me New York. They didn't care if I was from the boroughs or Rochester. New oh, York. man. New York is New York, Jersey right? doesn't matter what part of the state. New York, yeah. period. Yeah. He's like, you homie from New York. <laughs> like, yeah. It's all good. And I used to have to battle them Jersey cats out there, bro. It used to be brutal, but I used to smoke them, nigga. I was going <laughs> to say, sharpening that but sword, I got, man. I, got, I, I, had, I had hard fights. I ain't going to say that it was just easy like that. It right. was just... I had a little bit more. I had that Rochester in me, and that's what really, you know, that's what gave me the edge. You feel me? Yeah, man. Sharpening that sword over in Newark, bringing it back to Rochester, the pipeline to what's going on, you know, a little mm-hmm. more a little more east in the big city and in Newark, man. That that really has to be important, man, because you see what's going on there. And even Newark cats are overshadowed by New York. So the yeah. fact that, you know, you're coming from Rochester, which is smaller than Newark, as far as scope right. of hip hop and but yeah. you know, I, I kind of felt them uh-huh. because Rochester is overshadowed by New York City too. Got you. So got it's you. like I came into an alliance with them. They, you know, I became family. You know, like my boy Snoop, my boy Heck, my boy Danny. You know, my, you know, my little brothers are still out there. You know what I'm saying? We, we were all hip hop. You know, affiliated. We just loved that shit. So that little block on Park Avenue, Parker Street. Right there where Behringer High School is at. I actually brought Pace One over there to do a video. Oh, salute. In in that neighborhood. So that'll be, you know, shout out to all the outsiders. Rod Digger, Pace, Young Z, you know, you know, you know, in love and memory, the slang ton, you know, things like that. You know, even Eminem is an outsider. But either way, like at the end of the day, those guys are awesome. They're very full of hip hop. They are legends in their own right. You know what I'm saying? And truly just legends. You know that were that people just need to learn about again if you forgot about them. You know, shout out to Jersey. There's a lot of spectacular artists out there. You can't forget about Red Man. Come on, man. You know oh, what I mean? man. You can't even speak about New Jersey without saying Red Man or Tretch, you, Queen Latifah. Oh, especially Tretch. You feel what I'm saying? Queen Latifah, Flavor Unit, period. Like, you know, all that, man. Yeah. And, you know, I, that's what I grew up to. I was out there. That was my soundtrack when I was out there. I brought NWA. And, you know, all this other crazy shit in Jersey, but they was, you know, when I was there, I was living in Jersey. I felt the the, the stories Church was talking. I felt the, the vibes Red Man was giving because I know where they from. The bricks, that shit's serious. You know what I mean? So shout out to Jersey. No doubt. And now upstate New York, you know, Rochester, Syracuse. Shout out to my guy Moff out there. And you got Buffalo, of course, with Griselda. It's yes. it's all over the state, especially north now. Yeah, it's, um, it was it was it, it was a hard fight, fam, and it was long overdue. And I, everywhere I went, from Phoenix to Detroit, and everywhere I lived, I used to tell people that New York still has something for people. You know what I'm saying? Like when people get sick of this southern shit or this other music that's just not doing it for them no more. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's a whole new side of New York that I haven't even, you know what I'm saying, fucking discovered yet. And you know, Paul. Shout out to Paul Rosenberg, or, you know, Eminem, Shady, and all that. They 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 took they they heard that man. West Side did this thing. They heard it. Them guys. They see that we still have that same sound. Like me, I'm not exactly like them, but you know, we are the the sound of New York. We're not. It's not boom bap. When people call it boom bap and stuff right. like that, it's, it's a nice name, but it's not boom bap. That's how New York sounds. It's just people forgot that New York has its own sound. And, when people hear that sound, they'll either call it old school or boom bap, but that gets categorized wrong because it's not. It's actually the hip hop sound, the original hip hop sound of New York. Yeah, that's kind that's of like a generic it. label to be putting on it because everybody's bringing something different to the table, but it still has that grime or that, like you said, that boom bap underneath it. And but still, uh, at the end of the day, you guys are all bringing a different style, different kind of hip hop to the table. 
you got to salute what's coming out of Rochester and different parts of New York, man. Appreciate you, man. Really, honestly, because, you know, it's hard, man. We had to go through this Southern era and some of us ain't even believe we could break through because, <laughs> right. we had, you know, we had to get on auto-tune or something in order to get heard. Or know, you know, it was hard for people to be like, man, fuck this auto-tune shit. I ain't gonna <laughs> lie, I did it. I'm an engineer, you know, because I'm a professional engineer as well. So, you know, I did it because I had to learn it, have fun with it. You know, I got a few songs out there with it. I ain't going front, but that's not what I dominate in. You know what I mean? Right. I did that for learning purposes. And also just because it was kind of cool at the time, I ain't going front. But when it got real redundant over, you know, just too much, overwhelming, I was like, yeah, you know, it wasn't for me anyway. So I, I always stuck to my New York song. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, the trends always do that. They they just run it into the ground and so you don't want to hear it ever again and then it goes away. So yeah, definitely it, it it helps you to learn it, to know what you can do it if you ever want to go down that lane and dabble in it like you have. But at the end of the day, man, it still comes back to the basics, right? Yeah, and that was another thing. We knew that it would come back. This, this is t- the way we rap and beats, boom, that's always coming back. That's timeless. You know what I'm saying? And it was only a matter of time that people just want to hear bars, you know, stories and grunny you know, gritty beats again, you know what I mean? Atmosphere. Yeah, no doubt. I'm here in Chicago, so we've always been kind of like in the middle, you know, between Shout West Coast Chicago, and East Coast. Though. Oh, salute, man. <laughs> man, you ever been out here before, perform or anything like that? Um, No, nah, I lived in Detroit. Now. They always try to get me to Chicago, but I'll tell you a story, right? I was coming from California, and we were supposed to land in Chicago, and there was like a tornado happening. So we had to fly a whole, we had to fly in circles around chicago for like a whole hour damn so i got a real good look (laughs) (laughs) in chicago hopefully not the tornado you didn't get a good look just just the buildings and shit yeah the tornado had it was dark clouds right so chicago looked like the last stage of the game like that's the you know what i mean that's what it, it was crazy up there well, we we landed safely and got home, but that's that was nuts, man. That shit was crazy. Yeah, we get our crazy weather here. It it'll be like raining crazy like that, and then five minutes later, it's sunny and eighty. It it just yeah, goes back and forth all the time. What so. I observe is y'all got one long ass road going up through y'all city, and your city's right on the water. So it's like half water, half land. Like when you're looking at it, because like yeah, half of your top, the, the other half is just the water side. Right. And then the other side is all city. Yeah, all that downtown is right next to the lake and everything. And Yeah, that was wild. I don't know if you see, I mean, I was up there for hours, so I had a very good look at that. <laughs> well, one of these days you got to get on the ground, you know, get out of the plane and, and walk yeah. the streets, man. I did that pass through, so I got me a, a Chicago pizza. I don't think it's probably the best, but it was good as fuck in the airport. Before what was? Do you remember the brand? What was the name of it? Do you remember? I don't. I don't. Oh, okay. I don't. I forgot. It was probably named Chicago something, but I don't know. <laughs> it was. It was good though. I can't say that the airport food is great, but I'm sure there was some representation. But you know, was it like a Giordano's or a Lou Malnati's? That's exactly what we get down with it. I was like, if this is, you know, the sampler. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the real deal is fire. Yeah, man. <laughs> if you don't like uh, weighing what you weigh, come on through and eat some of our fat ass food. And you know, <laughs> I'm all right with my shape. So hell yeah, <laughs> I, I, I do that every time I go anywhere. I try every food. I go every city, try all the good food. That's you what know I'm saying. Chop, chop cheeses in Brooklyn is banging. You know what I'm saying? What else? Um, burgers on Venice Beach is banging. Um, Lashish in Detroit, Dearborn is amazing. And, you know, like Miami, I just I just like all oh, they food. Miami's awesome. 
Is that you know what I'm saying? Like I tried a lot of food because I'm I went to school for culinary too. So I, oh, I so you to... know what's going on. You know the deal, man. Mm-hmm. I went mm-hmm. to Philadelphia once some years back, and that's the. I mean, I had a Philly cheesesteak, and I've never had one as good as that since I left. And Whoa. a lot of imitators, but none of them are as good as that little mon. I don't know the name of the place I went to. It just <laughs> by the Rocky Steps. I don't know. It was like <laughs> like a five minute walk, and yeah, that nice. shit was just. Shout out to Philly, though. Yeah, they don't play, man. What's, what's the food in Rochester? What are they known for out there? Um, we're known for garbage plates. Oh, okay. So it's like um, it's uh, French fries with, uh, you know, the cold macaroni salad. Then you have um, burger patties. So no with, buns? On top of that. Okay. If you, you, can, you can have rolls if you want, but then it'll, be, it'll have like this meat, like this meat sauce. It's called hot sauce. It's a meat sauce. And onions and um, ketchup and mustard, and it gets a little sloppy. But when you put it all together, the shit just it combinates great. You know what I'm saying? Man, so, I gotta um, get the we're also known for chicken French. Right, chicken French is a it's like an Italian dish, and um, you know, it's battered chicken with the lemon garlic sauce on pasta, whatever. But it's it's amazing. Man, this is the most food I've ever talked about on this show, but salute for doing that, man. <laughs> Making me hungry. Yeah, weed. Yeah, yeah, right. That's, what, what, I, I, that's the next food. segment. You dig? <laughs> but, but yeah, it's super silk, man. I know about that stuff. No doubt, man. I got to get to Rochester and eat that garbage plate without a doubt, man. And, you know, talking without about food, you're you feeding that hunger for hip-hop. And this album, Jovito, is a... Man, just straight heat. And you talked about the Outsiders before. I'll get right into it. It's a track with Rod Digger and Young Z. Just salute for having them on there doing the hook and everything. Talk about yeah, getting was, them on a track. That was an experience. That was fire. Yeah, man. And that's that's a banger off of here. And one of my favorite songs on here is uh, Crack the Sky with Che Noir. Man, that had that Machiavelli vibe to it. I like that one a lot. Exactly. That, that's the, that was the point. I'm glad you picked that up because the cover was made by Risky Forever, who made the Machiavelli cover. Oh, that was the same guy? Oh, shit. same guy. Wow. Same guy who made the great Machiavelli cover, painted the pack on the cross, did me burning the church. <laughs> you wow. know, it's very controversial either way. He's a controversial artist. Fuck it. Yeah. I think we give him the controversy because of our ideas, but he's not afraid to go ahead and, and do it and do it in a manner that just really captivates. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I and mean, I'm a big Pac fan. And I saw also you dropped this on June 16th on Pac's birthday. So, I'm you know, a great obviously, Machiavelli fan. Machiavelli's, I'm, I got songs with the Outlaws, shout out to Edie Amin and Young Noble. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I got songs, a song with Dad, shout out to Dad, because, you know, I, I am very influenced by Machiavelli. Like, a lot of what I do is, is pack like because of that. You dig? Yeah. Yeah. That mean? album, man, when it came out, it was right after he passed. I want to say it was like a month after he passed, it came out. And, dude, it was just bananas, yeah. dude. I mean, the stuff he's saying on there, I mean, to this day, I, I mean, I, I can play, and it sounds like just as good as it did that day when it came out, man. Yeah, the scariest parts was when he, you know, he's like, you know, hell, Mary, I'm a ghost. He's like, he's saying he's a ghost, but he just died, and now you're hearing this right. music that's real eerie, and you got him quoting Bible scriptures, and then and then it sounds like a funeral almost. Then he's saying he's a ghost. Like that shit was crazy because you could kind of like envision, you know, him in the dark and his diamond shining and. You know, he's like see through or something, like, but he's there. <laughs> and that was right. Like, whoa. 
And then, you know, it's like my mama checking in my bedroom. Niggas, you used to run away when we was young, go hit the parties and shit. So, like, that bar was just hit home, you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit was crazy. Yeah, and the tracks on there, I mean, blasphemy. Me and my girlfriend, I think it took me, like, a couple years to realize he was talking about a gun, not a female. And then, his producers were amazing. He had Jose Johnny J, who passed away, and he also had QD3, which is a uh, um, Quincy Jones' son. And, right. And, um, yeah, he 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 knew he knew how to stay rugged and awkward with shit to a point that it was very effective, you know. And of course, can't overlook that last track where he's basically telling you everything that happened and who did it. You know, the the truest shit he ever spoke. I mean, that song. Oh, that was the one. Man, it, it was like, it's like, here you go. Here you go, guys. It's all right here. Everything you wanted to but know what Bob happened. first was probably like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. And that's it. And then the last joint, it was like, what the fuck even more? It was like, this nigga. And then he's supposed to be dead, but it was spooky. Yeah, it's like he was that talking. Guy, yep. He was brilliant. It was a genius beyond this world, bro. Because now, even to this day, people can't accept or don't know or don't understand or if he's dead or not, you know? And some people like, give it up, dude, he's dead. But some people like, bro, there's too much out here right. that proves that he's not. <laughs> you know what I'm he's saying? in Cuba. Come on, man. Right. He's, he's... Right. Even Suge said that. So Suge would add on to the confusion, you know? So, you know, I love it. Machiavelli will always be alive for that. That's 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 what that's the work, the body of a work of a genius. Yeah, to think that was like um, probably his because obviously that album was finished before he passed, and that's like the last true Tupac album because the rest were just obviously songs that were unreleased and you know. But what I love about it, honestly, the the ruggedness of it. It wasn't mastered. I mean, it wasn't mixed down or nothing. They just took it and mastered it, put it out. That made it sound even more eerie. <laughs> yeah, man. Crazy. Man, it's you're right. It's Shut got that grime to it. Belly. Outlaws. All time. All time. Actually, I'm done talking to you. I think I'm gonna pop that in the car, man. It's been a while since I played that yeah. album. So there you so go. The Shade Noir was definitely to, you know, corroborate with the album of Machiavelli and the album cover itself. So so I wanted to give it that that feel on that song. So you play Blasphemy, you'll hear the remnant kind of like the you know the similarities I, I should say of of the you know what i'm saying i didn't do it like that but i did it to a point where the point got across you know what i'm saying so no doubt yeah, yeah. talk about the concept of the album and you know working with some 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 great mcs on here as well <laughs> you know the idea of what you wanted to do with this record man it's the beginning of what's to come it's basically the middle marker of you know if you go into my past music my name pi nitty p-a-i-n-i-t-t-i you got thug which means the hell under god i got an album out there called thug and then i got an album under the name nitty smalls called life which stands for love is forever you know what i'm saying so there there was a transition period at that time because uh, you know it's you can probably follow the story and understand but then after that you know I me mean, um i became jehovah nisi you know that's when i basically you know let god take control and and um i submitted completely as an israelite so i got my name jehovah nisi so hovito is an is an introduction to a character it's not a character it's actually me but it's like to these next albums that are about to come in and connect with it and you're gonna understand you met hovito on hovito and then on the next album which would be a double album you're gonna go through a story with hovito now you're gonna learn who hovito is oh i got you Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to go to what was going on, like, you know? 
So I mean, right. we already know who he is. A now move, fucking yeah. movie, man. That's how you do it, man. You're taking like that Marvel uh, template where you you learn the character, and now when the next thing comes out, we don't have to worry about explaining the origin or who this person is. We know who Jovito is. So now exactly. we're seeing where it's going through on a, oh, a double album, man. When's that going to come out? Is that uh, a release as date? As soon as possible. Okay. It's already like 80, <laughs> not 89% done. You know what I'm saying? I just got to finish a couple of joints and do the skits to make it all connect. And, and you'll have it in your hand this month. By the end of this month, if I can make it oh, happen, wow. you'll have it this month. Two albums, two CDs, you know what I'm saying, or whatnot. Um, the East Coast edition and the West Coast edition of the Don Father. So that's what's coming next, the Don Father. That's, man, that's great. Everybody listening, look forward to that after you finish with this record. He's got another one for you, he, nonstop, just connecting yeah, all the dots. Yeah. It's going to keep going. <laughs> I got a lot of work on the side, too, with my guy Black G's and, you know, like, things like that. So I got other things where I'm going to be popping up everywhere as a producer you know, I'm I'm like everywhere as an engineer in Rochester and, um, you know, as an artist as well. So, you know, you're going to catch those things on the side. But for my main, you know, thing that I'm doing, that's this. these are the albums you're about to catch. You're about to catch all these, the whole storyline through these albums. Man, this is crazy. And it seems like in a lot of artists, it sounds like you as well, like COVID hasn't really affected how much material you can put out there and make. If anything, it's given you more of an opportunity to focus on it and not worry about live shows and appearances. I mean, that'll be coming up probably soon, I'm guessing, but the, the music is there and you're, you're, you guys are constantly putting out quality material. Yeah. Um, well, I would say this. I know some people got affected by COVID because, you know, money issues in the beginning, but I believe the government has, you know, helped a lot of people. So now is the time to hit studios, get your studio time. Right. You know, work on your project. Personally, me, I was already isolated before COVID. I was in my recording studio sleeping in this bitch day and night and <laughs> care about the world. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. And it hit and everybody was like, well, shit, you already like that. So you ain't about to be bothered. <laughs> and I'm like, exactly. yeah. Some of us already been social distancing since like, you know, 2008. So whatever. It's ain't that big a deal, man. Staying on the grind. Yeah. I had goals and ambitions and a lot of people were distracting me about it. So I just cut everybody the fuck off and I just focused on what's more important, the most high and this music. You did? No doubt. And, you know, just bring back Pac one more time. We know that dude was just like a workaholic. That dude just stayed in on the grind constantly, constantly with the pen to the paper. And just putting out, that's why there's so many albums that came out after he passed. The dude was just uh, just grinding constantly. So definitely. Pac, uh, had, yeah. Pac had a production company called Euthanasia. He he was into production. He he did it very well, but he didn't get to flourish like that with production. Me, I'm kind of like if Pac was a producer. <laughs> you know nice. so, More control. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Trust me, the energy that people are like, oh, oh he's saying this, he's saying that. It's not there yet, man. You know, you got to be calm. Things grow slow. You feel me? So I'm 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 giving them to a calm and then the energy's gonna pick up. And when it do, just brace yourself because it's gonna be fun. You know what I mean? It's gonna be hip hop. No doubt. And that brings you to another track. One of my favorites on the album, One King, and that's what you're being when you're your own producer, you're in control of everything. Talk about that track, dude. Yeah, shout out to Ina Lisa Lotus. That's her name. Ina Lisa Lotus. She's the the, the girl in the background vocals. She made that song happen, you know. And my um my big cousin DJ Razor Sharp, the Wizard, he's doing the cuts with uh with his turntables. So all of that is genuine. 
I have a guitar in the background. I'm playing the guitar in the background. That's crazy. The, the sample comes from a. If you really look it up, what that sample comes from is a surprise. Because you you do you know this beat? I can't. I'm not gonna give it away. Yeah, yeah. Come don't on. get. Don't, yeah, give don't. Y'all something to do. Come on, man. Let me give y'all something to do. Don't give out the recipe, <laughs> man. You let them right? figure it's, it out. It's a, it's a it's a famous hip hop beat, but it's just a part that they didn't use. So like I'm talking about old school hip hop that everybody knows, but. It's a part that they didn't use, and that's where the the the, the saxes come from on One King, and um and yeah, you know, um, I've been calling this, calling myself the King of the New New York, and and all this stuff for a long for a long time because I knew it was coming. Yeah. You know, a lot of people didn't believe it was coming, but I had my faith the whole time. You understand? So, and I knew I'd be the King at the end of it all. I told my Detroit people how they'll be helping us. That one day they're gonna end up helping us get on. And when that day comes, they're gonna learn about upstate New York. The world will finally know about the other side of New York State. That there's MCs there and we're fired. And at the end of it all, Jovita will be the King. Trust me on that one. There it I'm is. I'm not a King because I'm better than nobody. I'm a King because I'm helping everybody. And I'm and I'm not disturbed. I'm creating leaders. That's a true king right there. Salute to you for that, man. And uh, no doubt, you know, another banger on this album. And this one has no features. My plan, just the straight Jovito right here. Yeah, that's exactly. That was influenced by Buckshot Shorty, Black Moon style sound. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I fuck with Black Moon and I fuck with Boot Camp Click. They my peoples, all of Brooklyn. I love them all. And that's that was remnant to that because I wanted people to feel that feel again. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I remember when I woke up one morning and I heard Don't Front. You know, I got you. It's the original heads and the original. I was like, whoa. You know that sound. Yeah. So New York. Yeah, man. <laughs> so that's why I, I, I did the hook remnant, the buckshot, just to get people that feel, you know what I'm saying? And, and then I talk my shit, you know? I even told him, I said, you know that you had the king under the nose, under your nose the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Yeah, that's an all-time classic when you hear that one. that That's it. Appreciate it. The one. Young Z and Rod Digger one, though, that was amazing. That was the probably the funnest video I made. It was probably the quickest video and the funnest video I made. I went to Young Z's house. We did it in his backyard. My guy, Mr. Green, Played the outsider alien. The video's fire, man. It's a beautiful video. It's, it's coming. I got the videos. I got the videos for um, this and Shea Noir on the way for y'all. Man, I got to see this video. I didn't know there was a video for that. Now I'm, I feel like I've been sleeping because I should have been my research, oh, no, man. I, I screwed up on that yet. one. Oh, okay. I haven't premiered them yet. You have not screwed oh, up. Oh, okay. Good, good. All right. You're in the green. <laughs> I got burned before when I was talking to my man TF, and he's like, Yeah, I had a video for that Michael Myers song. I'm like, Oh, Shit, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, yo, shout out, shout out my guy Jerry Graham, but he had me set up with an interview for a premiere of the video. So that's when, when I premiered that. Oh about. man, look for that. We got to definitely check that out without a doubt. Yes, sir. Man, and another track on here, Verses with Tech, another banger. I mean, it's nothing but bangers on this one. Talk about that track. Wow, I, I truly appreciate you, man. My boy Tech, man, he just came out of doing a, a strong bid, and um, our city, our hip hop scene, we love him. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, he was my brother in rhyme. Um, my, my name originally was Smoke back in the day, Smoke Don. You know what I'm saying? Smoke Don Luciano, actually. So um, Smoke and Tech, you know what I'm saying? That's what you get when you fuck with us. Smoke and Tech, bow. Like, we used to represent... We used to represent Clinton Avenue in high school where we battled all the other schools and all the other um, other blocks and shit. You know what I mean? So, like, we, we have a high school, middle school, high school history. And, you know, he, he did... 
his little time, but he's a solid dude, great-minded, well-person, man, beautiful person, man, you did? And um, he out here on some real seriousness. He's focused on his music and his life, and he's doing very well. So I had a hat. I was, it was, I, it was honor to have him because, you know, he's out, and it's, it was just crazy. It's honor to have him on the album and put his grittiness on there, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, a lot of people talk shit in their verses, like, we don't hear that shit, so... I had to make a song like that, let people know, like, we listening, you know what I mean? No doubt. Salute. And, you know, big up the tech. Hopefully, uh, yeah, he get he gets that music thing going and he'll be right on track. He doesn't have to look but back I think, at the I think past. that's also like a double entendre uh-huh. uh, title, though, because, you know, there's a lot of verses in the Bible. So, you know, uh, I mean, nice. I'm holding the Bible, so, you know, verses. You dig? Got you. Yeah, see, I didn't catch that. But now now I'm, I'm, I'm no. hip to it. Got you, man. That that just makes a song that much greater, dude. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. One more track on here I wanted to bring up is the lead. Uh, another one, uh, you know. Again, when I every time I played it, that was one of the ones I kept going back to, man. Thank you, man. That's my boy Riggs right there. Shout out to Riggs, the whole cloth movement, man. Look, um, that got connected by Tech actually. So, you know, it's not like I don't know Riggs or that, but Tech came through one day and he brought Riggs through, and Riggs heard that he was like, man, let me get on that. I was like, please, it would be an honor, you know, so he yeah. jumped on me. And, you know, that was that Nas-type feel I was trying to give catch, that Queens-type feel. So, you know, it, it, it worked out, you know what I mean? And plus it's also, you know, it's also um, like a prophetic type of song, like a self-prophecy in a sense, because I told you, <laughs> Rochester's going to end up taking the lead. It's not a, I'm not dissing nobody, no. it's just eventually you know you you get the you get the you get the, the, the appetizer first then you get the dinner plate you know what i mean Rochester's, <laughs> the Rochester's, garbage plate that's that's a dream right, right. <laughs> dinner plate man you feel me yeah man. a lot of us you know what i mean so um and you know including battle rappers and all that i got like right now i got my boy burns you know he's a he's a smack he be on smack and all that he's from rochester new york um burns the fire man and, you know, shout out to him because, you know, like we got a lot of talent in Rochester as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, salute battle, to Rochester, battle, man. Battles, battle raps. Right. Even I battled, I battled before. Man, and, and like I said, it makes your, your, your sword sharp. It, it keeps your skills intact. And just in case somebody sure. tries to challenge you and then when you go back into the studio, you know. You're, I'm not you're, pretentious, man. I don't right. like the sound. Like I be boasting myself. But, but go ahead. I'm very, <laughs> I'm very fucking dangerous. There it is. <laughs> On a lot of levels, so... <laughs> Man, that shit. I'm not gonna stop. I'm a true machine, my guy. No, you heard me? No doubt, man. You brought up I mean, Detroit. It's a man's concept to me because I don't see it. I'm... <laughs> man, man, salute, dude. And you brought up Detroit earlier, and I saw that you were yep. signed to Proof's label, and unfortunately, it passed before you guys got to really work together. Uh, talk about that whole experience. And yeah, man, shout out to Duty. We miss him. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's, 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 it was a beautiful experience. I was out in Detroit, you know, um, working with my guys, Kingside Records, and shout out to Roe and Kingside and uh, Mount Clemens, all that out there. But uh, one day I went to State Theater, met Proof, and it was like, boom. Like, he's just like, oh, you what? From where? You do what? You made beats? New York? He took my phone and it was over. Man. Put his number in there. And- you know, he, the next day, I didn't get quite get with him because he was with his kids and he was kind of a little busy. So I'm like, damn, man, I thought this shit was going to happen. But like two days after that, man, he hit me out of nowhere. He was like, yo, I'm in your neighborhood. Where you at? <laughs> 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 I 
Uh, I was like, I'm at like, oh, fam. Come over here, man. I'm over here at this spot called TNT's on 15 and Hopper, man. So I pulled up over there. It was down the street from the crib, actually. So, you know, we played pool. We, I found out he was a, he loved to play billiards like me. I love pool, man. You know what I'm saying? So we 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 was playing pool and, and drinking his favorite drink, liquid cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> That's this nigga had multiple shots of liquid cocaine on a plate, platter, whatever. Yeah. And we just we just had a blast. And that was that was our thing right there. You know, like when he had shows, yo, we got a show over here. Boom, boom, boom. I used to go to the door, yo, I'm smoke, smoke. I am fist smoke. Yep. You good, go ahead. Just walk right in. I used to grab bitches, just pull pussy to the fucking back. <laughs> I mean, yo, bro. Jeez. It was real. There yo, it is. Fuck you mean? Like, the life was crazy. I just, yeah. I dead ass sell a bitch. Like, yo, what's up? What you like to do? You like to drink? She'd be like, yeah. I'd be like, what? You like to smoke? She'd be like, yeah. I'd be like, what? You like to fuck? She'd be like, yeah. I'd be like, you want to fuck right now? She'd be like, yeah. I'm like, oh, man, get the fuck out. Let's go. Wait. Don't tell me twice. And like, yeah, man, we was living that life, bro. Everywhere I went in Detroit, I'm oh, oh, that's proof, boy. Smoke, that smoke. I ain't fit smoke. I ain't have to pay for nothing. I ain't have to pay for nothing. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? Making so, me think back to my college days when I was going to clubs, and uh, I had the exact opposite experience of what you're talking about. <laughs> so yeah, man. Like, shout out to them because proof showed me the life. He took me to the studio. Yeah. Um, you know, he showed me the whole game. He he introduced me to Firstborn, who's my dear friend to this day. I just left Detroit visiting him like four or five days ago. So like, you know, I got a family out there that that I really grew got you know grew with out there. You know, for like eight years, and I love them. They love me, and they ain't gonna go. Detroit is tough. You know, shout out to Trick Trick all. They tough. Nothing to play with, and trust me, they ain't gonna let you play with me. <laughs> nah, man, I've been there once, and. uh this is Rock City to Rock City. You got to yeah. understand. <laughs> it kind of reminded me of Chicago a little bit because you had your areas which are more grimy and some that were a little more, you know, obviously they, they, they redid things, and but you still have remnants of the old days, you know, just a block away. So it, was, it definitely felt like home a little bit. But, yeah, salute to Detroit, man, and salute to Proof. Yeah, Detroit is beautiful. I got to set it out one more time. It's black-owned. Is, is actually don't let people lie to you they got three casinos out there they remodeled downtown looking so gorgeous they got bell Lau. you know what i'm saying um if you've never been to these places and you're a hip-hop dude you have to go to st andrews that's where the shelter is that's where right. they filmed eight mile right you know what i'm saying you have to go to bell Lau because that's the place that they left out in eight mile which is one of the most beautiful places in detroit it's a little island where everybody pull their cars up and you see big choppers, blades and shit and beautiful cars, beautiful women dancing. They grilling and, you know, you see the water. Canada's right across there. It's gorgeous there. So don't let them fool you. You know what I mean? Detroit is a beautiful place. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I remember sitting right there looking at the lake. You can see Canada on the other side. Yeah, salute to Detroit, man. A really, really underappreciated city. And, uh, yeah, man, I've never been to those two joints you're talking about. Obviously, St. Yes. Andrews is huge. I'm yeah. glad you brought that up. Um, I'm, I, I love to show Detroit that, that much love. They definitely deserve it. And I got a project that I'm going to definitely start working on with a, a gang of Detroit artists that, you know, that's hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? And I would love for y'all to learn about. Man, looking forward to that. And, you know, everything else you're talking about working on. And I got to ask you real quick about, uh, I see Quad Studios. It said, you you know, you worked with J. Cole in there. But the name oh, that yeah. made my eyes go really big is Shakira. Uh, you're breathing the yeah. same air, sir. That's all I want to know about. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's all Ayo, I care about. Shout out to J. Cole. I, can, I ain't never talked to him ever ever since then. I try to reach out to him about it, but it's all good. Maybe one day I could get a feature from him and we'll laugh it up. But, there you uh, go. I was his engineer for five days straight for 10 hours each day. And I was in, I was living in Newark when I was working at Quad. So for me to hit the New Jersey Transit and go to the Penn Station, Penn Station, to it was too much for me. So I would have to sleep at the studio. So I slept through at the studio for like that whole week. Man, you've been sleeping at the studio for a while now. This is not just like a new thing yeah, for you. Yeah, <laughs> I lived for real. Like, <laughs> so I'm in Studio D, sleep every day, you know, waking up, getting ready for J. Cole every day. That's how it was for five days straight. Um, On like the third or fourth day, we survived a bomb threat. There was like a bomb threat in Times Square. Jeez. And that's it was there. I recorded it. I got these old cameras and I recorded the shit. I recorded the guy in the suit going up to the box, the, the mechanical arm going to the box. You know, they, they didn't give a fuck. They was over there just chilling, eating chicken wings and drinking Moscato and shit. <laughs> I, I'm a, me and Tom Tom, shout out to Tom Tom, because he's the reason why he got the session. You know, he was uh, the one. All right, let me explain. He was the one who, while I was being an intern mopping floors and shit, he needed an intern who spoke Spanish. And that was it. That was the magic right there. He gave me the download. He helped me assist him on the download Mars session. That's awesome, man. And then from there, I was his guy. Like, he ain't want nobody else. He was like, you know, Gil, you the guy, man, because you speak Spanish like me. I could talk to you about this and that. I'm like, word, nigga. We, we got like a secret code shit. We fuck up. We say it in Spanish. <laughs> we fix it. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope, man. It was awesome, man. So I was there. I was there for all his sessions. This nigga used to have crazy sessions, bro. He gave me Marsha Griffith. That was the, the lady who sings, no, no, no. You don't love me. And I, you know the original? Yeah. Um, that's awesome. So man. I'm recording her uh -huh. with a gang of these Jamaican dudes. Shout out to the Travis Benjamin. <laughs> but I'm telling you, they was wilding, but they loved me. You know what I'm saying? They was like, yo, every time we come here, we want you. We want you. They was wilding. And they, I had a grand time with them. So long story short, man, when I got the Secure session, it was fucking nuts. I I was, man, I sat next to her for like probably four minutes. Man, that's that's great. That's four in minutes the, more than the, most of but, us. But but she had security. Oh, okay. In there, like she was the president. Tom Tom's like, yo, you can't go to the eighth floor. Secure down there. She got security. It's crazy. You can only come in here if we need you. If he asks for you, don't go there. Rick could be mad at you. Sandy might fire you. I was like, shit. I. <laughs> that's how serious it was. Man. So I I had to go in the room to bring some things in there. You know. Cause they'll say, yo, yo, Gil, yo, you know what I'm saying? Go down to, um, go down to security session, you know, go, go, go give them these, these glasses and shit like that. So I had this big ass cart where it's full of champagne glasses and plates and shit like that. So I had to take that there. You know what I mean? So I, I pulled up in there. I, I brought that shit in there. And then, you know, they was all in there while in top times in there and shit. I'm sitting there and like, you know, she asked me a question. She said, you come here. I said, oh, shit. My heart dropped in my ball. <laughs> Soon as I walked up to her, she was like, you're an engineer, right? I'm like, yeah, but I'm just an assistant. She was like, hold on. Can you, she asked me something because she wanted something to happen in the live room. You know what I mean? And that's where they just say, hey, you, you, come here. Uh -uh. Mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> that was enough. <laughs> yeah, forgot it. We heard that's about it. you in Detroit. Don't tell her that you're smoke. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. I got kicked the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? I was happy. I was like, oh, shit, I got to see this. She was gorgeous as fuck. Yeah, man. That was a good time, you know? Yeah. No wonder you time. slept there, dude. I mean, why would you ever leave? I did. Yo, 
what, I'm gonna tell you right now. There was this, there's a guy named Stuart something. I can't remember his name completely, but he was a writer. He was a writer. He read, he wrote songs for Justin Timberlake, all these guys. So, me and Tom Time used to record his reference tracks. One time, when this was the Studio E when it was just built, it was brand new, right? And I was sleeping in that motherfucker. That was my spot. <laughs> it was hard for me to get home, so you know I used to just live in that bitch, and they didn't give a fuck because they loved me. You know, and I kept everything sharp. You know, so either way, one day he just ran out the booth, came back into the into the control room, was like, "That's over, session over, I'm done. That's over." And we like, "What the fuck? What happened, nigga?" He like, "Yo, yo, while I'm in there, I'm, I'm recording, and and I'm thinking it's you, Gil, and you know, you, I felt the tap on my shoulder, and I'm thinking you're telling me something because I couldn't hear you, and I looked over and I saw nothing there, and I seen you guys just bobbing your head." Session over. <laughs> and we all was laughing like, yo, that was the ghost of Tupac. <laughs> oh, shit. There we go. <laughs> it was a joke. It's a joke. But nah, nah, for real, he definitely stopped the whole session, man. Like, right. my boy Tom could contest that. Man, this nigga stopped the whole session and said, you know, and then and then this nigga looked at me like, yo, Gil, you be sleeping in here. You know, what? You know, I'm like, man, I ain't never encountered no shit like that. This is just say Studio E just... Was it for me? No, man. Yeah, man. You got to go back to D. <laughs> Real shit. D is where it's at. The big M&M is right there all the time. Knocking on the window. Man, you got to write a book, man. A studio sessions or something. Uh, sleeping in I, the... I'm, I'm working on a lot of things, man. But I yeah. just want to break through with this music first. Of course. Hopefully of course. this will help me get to the, these next levels, man. For sure. Man, well, I just feel like I'm one degree from Shakira. Because I talked to you. You sat next to her. Uh, I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> I be feeling like that sometimes, man. When I meet people, it's like, damn, this close to these motherfuckers, I'm gonna be rich. There <laughs> like, it is. I'm right man. here looking at this rich motherfucker. I could be anywhere else. Man. This is for me. And I don't care about the money. The monetary system shit is not for me, but I understand it's a tool we need to get things that we need in life, you know, and achieve. This, this might be uh, maybe a bad idea, but my wife loves Shakira. And if I told her, oh, I finally listen to the podcast, uh, my guest on here talked about Shakira. But then if I, I just realized what we talked about, she might not be thrilled about it so <laughs> she never listened so don't matter i could talk okay <laughs> but she's like, why do you like shakira so much like oh, oh i like her music it's so great <laughs> ah, you're not see homie <laughs> uh, get myself in trouble man be sleeping in the studio with you man because i'll be kicked out of the house yeah. <laughs> well shit we got the ps5 and got the fucking recliners she don't they even know that's that a home. she don't even know that's a good thing like oh okay that's what, this is where all the homies go when they get kicked out because they stay out too late with me man <laughs> i was talking to my guy jf and he was talking about D studios where you know premiere and gangstar made all those classes he was talking about in the vending machine they had dutch masters and that shit's crazy yeah yeah, think about that. yeah i was i was honored and and privileged Set out the 38 Specs because that's the reason why I was able to step a foot into D&D Studios before they closed it down and shake DJ Premier's hand. For real, man. That was wow. a great day. Man. Yeah, that, that right there. Yeah. And to think, yeah, yeah. to think that, you know, that studio's not there anymore, but so many classics and just the history that that studio is. And right. in fact, you got I to said, step foot in there, man. Salute, man. Yeah, that had to be an experience. You know, that's exactly what I was saying in my head. I was in there just roaming like, wow. And then I looked over and he's, I'm like, he right there. I'm right here. He right there. I'm right here. This is crazy. Man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's, yeah, man. That's, I, I'm I'm definitely jealous. You know, been the D&D and you sat next to Shakira. That That's it, man. That's how, that's how you roll, man. <laughs> well, my favorite story is when I was in school in Phoenix and I was, 
passing out flyers to open up for Killer Priest. And um, when I when Killer Priest first arrived, we was all in the backstage, and um, you know, Cass was rhyming and shit. And we ended up, I ended up getting to like this little cipher with them, but then he tried to battle me, and he saw me just like eat three guys' food <laughs> right in front of him. Oh, wow. <laughs> then then he saw me i had to perform before him and then he saw my performance on stage and he poked his head out smiling like oh shit because you know I, I do like an acapella before i i go in right and, and like he heard that and he was like what the fuck so the that was the best day because all when he got on stage you know what i'm saying he stopped the whole show he was like yo man i got this man i just met this dude man i just seen him eat three niggas alive backstage <laughs> <laughs> He came up here and he performed for y'all so well. And I just had to stop my set, man, and just let this man freestyle. And then he let me freestyle over a Bible in the middle of his set. Man. Wow. That was crazy, man. Man. I yep. can't even and imagine. We all, I followed him to Denny's. We all ate. We all had hip-hop stories. I used his phone. I took it by mistake. Next day, the school was blowing me up. Yo, you got Killer Breeze phones. Oh, okay. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, with all his contacts and everything. Oh shit! Yeah, yo, ghost that, face. Yeah, like that. Nah, nah. he got that shit immediately. That, yeah. that was dope, man. It was man. Dope. Do you do you remember uh, any of the any of the uh, bars you spit that freestyle? Or is it all just kind of a blur for you, just right off the top? Um, nah, because yeah, it was it was definitely a blur, bro. Because it was I started with some written stuff that I, I kind of forgot. It was so back then, but it it, it actually just ascended to my freestyle. It just went to my freestyle. There you and, go. The crowd loved it. They, I, I didn't disappoint at all. I didn't disappoint at all. It was, Man. it was just a fun, great time. I got off. As soon as I got off the stage, or gave him the mic back, he was like, "Yo, go to the bar, and get five great gooses." <laughs> Damn, five. That's like five mics. Yeah. <laughs> five great gooses. <laughs> yo, he's not playing. He was, yo, it was bottles great goose all night. And the bartender like, "Oh no," I'm like, "Man, he just told me to do it, man." Like. Have me give you know it was it was a great experience, man. Fire, man. I, I, I lived this pop for real. Man. I was gonna say to the bartender, like, oh, you got to drop another one for me real quick. I don't believe it. You know, <laughs> you get these great goose. You got to yeah. throw another freestyle at me. Man, yeah. that's crazy, dude. <laughs> that that's nah. He got the he got the call. He's like, yep, you got to do it. So you know, he gave me all the all the drinks, and I came up, and I held him down on stage. And then when he came to Rochester, New York, to perform at Dublin, he hit me up personally. He said, like, Yo, I'm about to hit your city. Where you at? I'm like, oh shit! So real shit. He met me at the door. Met me at the door. He skipped everybody, and we went straight to the bar and got shots. And I helped him on stage that whole night. Man, I I was his uh, his his hype man that whole night. That's crazy. And of course, that all goes back full circle to you going to Newark and you know getting your skills and coming up in a spot like that and and shining like that, and then taking what you learned there to the studio yep. and everything. It, it all it all is. You know, important man. These are all little things that happen in the greater scheme of things. And here you are, yeah. man, with this this bomb album, man. Not five mics, five gray gooses for Hovito, man. This album is <laughs> is a banger, dude. <laughs> Thank you, bro. I want to shout out everybody on the album who made it great. You know what I'm saying? It just wasn't me and my production at all. It was more or less the 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 people who are on the album who just gave it that flair. You know, everybody just I help people. Hopefully, I help people learn new MCs. And when they come out with their future projects, I hope you dig into them because they're not going to disappoint. You know what I mean? That's what it's all about, man. You, you see, like you said, I see some of these artists on here and I've seen Che Noir on some other things, too. I know, you know, she's a beast. And- yeah, back to it. Got my boy, um, Sean Yeo, Sean Ye Benghazi. 
You know what I'm saying? Sean Ye is a, a, a local artist in Rochester, New York. He's dope, too. You know, go ahead and look him up on YouTube or whatever. You'll find him. Man, and I actually shot videos for him and edited his videos because I, I do cinematography. So you can catch some little bonuses on, on my, um, my, my my video shit. Man, that's <laughs> you awesome. You can see how videos and shit. No doubt, man. Let people know where they can find you, find your music, find these videos, follow you, get the album and everything. Well, um, my name is Jehovah Nisi, you know what I'm saying? And um, my whole shit is sorry, at Hova Nisi, H-O-V-A-N-I-S-S-I. All, that's all Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you know what I'm saying? Um, when you want to find my music, you know, it's Jehovah Nisi. So it's J-E-H-O-V-A-H-N-I-S-S-I, you know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's kind of, you know, nobody's really named Jehovah Nisi, so I shouldn't be hard to find, you know what I mean? Right, right. So that's your Spotify's, iTunes, anything like that, YouTube, all that. Jehovah Nisio. Man. Um, Shout out to my boy, um, Fred the Godson. Love him and miss him. But uh, if you look up Jehovah Nisi New York is back, you know, that'll be a good first treat for you. And then you can follow the rabbit hole. There you go, man. That's what it's all about. And we're looking forward to the new stuff coming out, the double album, and follow Mm -hmm. the next journey of Ovito, man. Real shit, man, because it's about to get crazy, y'all. And I am producing all my shit. All my shit is by, beats by me. And I'm not selling beats quite yet, but I hopefully I can impress y'all enough. So, man, you know. no doubt. Maybe we sleep in the studio in no time. Put banging out exactly. these tracks. <laughs> Actually, you know, I got an MPC live too. So I make beats everywhere I go in oh. the car, on the beach. There you go. Home. Yeah, I don't, I don't stop. Man, people aren't. I don't, I don't look for excuses, you know. I actually find things to not have excuses, you know. That's the way to look forward, For instance, man. Um, learning how to write my rhymes in memory because I'm a great freestyler. So knowing that I could think what I want to write and me- remember it and perform it exactly on that level, it helps me not have uh, any kind of stagnations because I can actually just make my beat, write my song in memory, and then come to the studio and do it. Record. That's got to be really key because it doesn't feel like you're reading something. It's all coming fresh right off the top like that. Even though it's yep, tap yeah from the source, tap from the source, and actually the whole Hovito album was made like that. Wow, there was not not one pen to the paper pen. That's not crazy. One. Not one jotted line in the phone. Not one. It was all on my mind, all my soul. Man, yeah, with I, memory. So that's that's definitely impressive and salute for that because I can't even imagine too many who can do that. I'm sure there's some in the game that work that way, but. It's definitely, there's definitely an a few art that could do that. And you know, yeah. there's some of your favorite artists that could do that. And that's, 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 that's just amazing. And you know, that's honorable because you know, that was my influence as well. So and once I knew they could do it, it's like, shit, I could do it too. You know what I'm saying? There it is. No doubt, man. Jehovah Nisi, good looking out for coming on the Infinite Banter podcast. Um, thanks man, for telling the stories, man. Thanks for having me, man, for real. Oh, man. I mean, like I said, I mean, uh, the album is, is really good and people need to go out there and check it out. Hovita was the name of it. You got to check for the new stuff that's coming out and follow you online, social media and all that. And like I said, I got to hear stories about Proof and, of course, Shakira. So definitely, (laughs) you know, I was like, man, why am I so geeked about this part? This ain't hip hop, but I need to know. (laughs) I need to know how close he got. (laughs) I'm saying the videos are coming out at Hovanisi. Get 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 yourself, you know, situated with me, man, and and get yourself together because it's about to get crazy, bro. It's about to get crazy on my end of things. I love to make music. I have fun with it. And y'all going to get that for sure. Man, and it comes through in the music. So everybody listening, definitely go check them out and get ready for the new stuff. And I'll promote it on here and let you guys know. Man, salute one more time to Jehovah Nisi. Thanks for coming on the Infinite Banter Podcast, man. It was an honor, dude. 
Thank you. Peace, blessings, shalom, man. Love to all, man. One. No doubt. No and Soundwave is my favorite Transformer. Oh, dude, of course. <laughs> Same so, here, man. As a kid, I always wanted. I never radio. got the toy. But... And he had the little cassettes with him. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, Rampage and who's the Rumble, the dude with the, like, the arms oh, and the Rumble. cartoon who would like yeah, crack the street on you. Yeah. <laughs> they, about to, they got Snake Eyes coming out. Yeah. Yeah, How does that look? I haven't seen a trailer for it, but I saw a poster. Man, listen. I just want to see Storm Shadow whoop his ass. <laughs> That's the thing, is you know they're going to have to have Storm You can't do a Snake Eyes movie without having Storm Shadow in there somewhere. Exactly, bro. That's going to be fire. Man. Those are the ninjas. If niggas didn't know back in the day, those were the ninjas of the, of the, of the Army uh, G.I. Joe squad. Shit. That's the great. Yeah, I mean, I grew up on those cartoons, some of those Hasbro ones, Transformers, G.I. Joe, uh, Mask, shit, all of that. And mask, I, oof, that shit was crazy. <laughs> he, man, was that guy. she she was sexy as ever. <laughs> she was sexy. <laughs> Her and Jem, man, that's that's why I watched that's it. That's He-Man's sister. <laughs> man, I definitely. Like, He-Man, my boy, but his sister, though. <laughs> oh, man, I used to like Evil Lynn and Tila. Yeah, all of them, man, they're definitely represented. Yeah, that was fire. That was all, all you know, 80s, 90s shit, man, shit crazy. Man, salute. Thanks so much, man. It was an honor talking. It was fun, dude. I truly appreciate you for taking your time listening to the album and oh, having yeah. great questions, man. Thanks, man. Oh, of course, man. I mean, like I said, the album is so good, it's easy to talk about an album like this. And then, of course, you've had a long history in the game, so there's a lot to talk about. So, salute, yeah, man. Yeah, awesome. Thank you, man. Thank you for giving me that time, bro, bro. Of course. Anytime, man. Anytime you need to promote something, you know, get at Jerry or let me know. We definitely got a spot for you. Yeah, it's on. That's the down part next time. <laughs> yeah, man, looking forward to that without a doubt, man. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, man. Hey, dude, thanks again, and, and I'll talk to you, man. Peace. Yep, hit me up any info, anytime. Thanks. Got you, man. Thanks. Man, that was just so much fun. He, he really was a trip. And I got to say, you know, whenever I have guests on here, most of these music guests I'm not familiar with before they come on. I mean, I've, you know, I've been asked to have them on or I, I seek them out because I heard a song or something, but I've never talked to them before. A lot of them I've never talked to until the interview starts, other than maybe a couple DM messages or emails or something in between, but generally not too much. And it's always just amazing. Like you go from like hardly knowing somebody at all, talking to them for like 35, 45, almost an hour. And it's just, it's just amazing, man. Cause I just really had a lot of fun talking to him. And I hope you guys enjoyed listening to that. Just so many great stories in there. And uh, yeah, his club life is nothing like mine. I don't remember clubs being like that for me. <laughs> I didn't go into a club and start pulling honeys and getting gray goose. Uh, mine was just more like, uh, hey, man, I think that dude uh, forgot his Corona. Let me just go grab that. Not coronavirus, Corona the drink. <laughs> it's a different, different era, man. I don't know if, do, do people still drink Coronas anymore because this virus thing? Do they, they, that fuck it up for everybody? Oh, that sucks. Maybe it didn't. I don't know. Call it something else, please. You're fucking up our uh, our bottom line here. And I had to leave the end of that there when we were talking about Transformers and He-Man and stuff. Because I was actually at the end, but I was thinking, like, there's too much fun stuff in there talking about nerd things, which I like. And uh, I had to leave it in. So hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Him talking about She-Ra being fine and everything. I think she was. I haven't watched She-Ra in a long time. I just remember when that came on, I usually went outside because I didn't really care about She-Ra. 
I was a He-Man guy. Usually when She-Ra came on, I went outside because that was my sister's show. I watched He-Man. I wasn't really big on She-Ra. Let's get back into the music. Here's another song from Jehovah Nisi's album, Hovito. This is Crack the Sky featuring Che Noir. One of my favorite songs from the album by far, without a doubt. Has that Machiavelli vibe. I mentioned that in the interview, and you'll definitely see why when you hear it. So here we go. Infinite Banter Podcast. This track right here, Crack the Sky, Jehovah Nisi featuring Che Noir from his new album, Hovito, on the Infinite Banter Podcast. His eyes held the heavenly smoke, melody stroke, and you listen to every word that was cleverly wrote. I fit the of every word in the scripture Desensitized, sorry for myself These devils gotta fry, don't idolize Leave them in purgatory, we idolize More money, more murder More homicide, what upstate New York Brought forth, nigga, I prophesied While the boroughs gave us a blind eye We kept the rock alive, we kept the block alive Hoping we don't get shot or die It's ride or die, bread the wind Watch a reptilian shed they skin Right in front of my eyes, shape-shifted Talking in tongues, like they wanna die I told you fools, we the bride of Christ And I'ma survive through God for the rest of my motherfucking life Follow the laws or get hammered on We ain't the ones that act like punks in front when the camera's on Churches and the pastors, which are sitting under them All teach the innocence and Elevation's the goal Burn bridges, swim across without ever paying a toll I outgrew the ones that used to grow with me And ran laps around the niggas that was older than me I had a late starter But still managed to come out way smarter I wasn't born with the tools So I had to chase harder A strong team, you can't bend and break them But these niggas only put on the ones That don't intimidate them Look, I had to make a way to the riches Cause most niggas mouth outweigh their ambition Yeah Man, it's clear y'all ain't getting no money still You niggas had the same quick scheme for 20 years Pray to God, asking Jesus to save me I got sisters I provide for, I'm the reason they lazy, yeah And I always had a passionate vibe From where the fiends on cloud nine like it's cracking the sky, nigga Show, believe it or not, EP, you know me from New York. Infinite Banner Podcast, my man DJ Soundwave. Check us out. So when you're done listening to the Infinite Banter Podcast, you know that show you're listening to right now, make sure you go check out my friends over at the Oof Right in the Childhood Podcast. <laughs> when was the last time you watched a Disney movie? No. When did you really watch one of their early movies? My name is Jen. I started re-watching every one of the Disney animated feature films recently, and watching them with a modern eye made me say, oof, right in the childhood. 
Join me every Monday to learn the history behind each of these movies. And then, after I talk about the history and trivia for that movie, I'll summarize and react to my experience watching it as a modern feminist. Every week, you'll learn something, you'll laugh a little, and you'll realize that your Disney-steeped childhood was rife with hidden sexism, racism, classism, ableism, and more. It really will make you say, oof, right in the childhood. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your man Vincent M. Ward, a.k.a. Oscar from the number one show, The Walking Dead, and I'm here with my man Mark from Infinite Banter. Y'all better stay tuned. Peace. Time for you to leave, assholes. That is Kirk Acevedo telling me it is time to go, and that is exactly what I'm going to do after I say a couple more things, Kirk. He's always got the foot in my ass. He's trying to push me out. Generally, I'm ready to go, but let me uh, speak on a couple things real quick. Wanted to give a shout-out to a couple of books that I read. You know, my man Vincent M. Ward, who was on the show, I want to say almost a year ago, he played Oscar on The Walking Dead. He's been on a lot of other things as well. He put out a book called The Stepdaddy. I definitely recommend you guys check it out. I know I promoted it on here before. Uh, finished reading that. Crazy, man. I hope he turns into a movie or something. It's uh, definitely has a lot to twist and turns. And if you're a horror fan like me, you'll definitely get a kick out of it. So salute to him. Definitely check that book out. And I actually did finish reading another book, uh, Green Lights from Matthew McConaughey. I used to read a lot of books when I used to ride at the train a lot. I used to sit there. I read like Grapes of Wrath and uh, what else did I read on there? Great Gatsby, like books that I never read that I always heard that I needed to check out. And since I don't take the train anymore, I hardly read books like I used to. But I've been trying to get back into it. And uh, I came across this Matthew McConaughey book. All right, all right, read my book. It's pretty good. And uh, I wanted to check it out. And man, this is a great book. I really liked it. I could really relate to a lot of things, not the you know celebrity stuff and the being rich and good looking and all that other stuff. Just the uh, <laughs> the idea of being a father later in life and trying to figure some stuff out, I really uh, connected with that. So anybody out there is looking for something to read, you know, he's not just your normal celebrity, as you guys probably know if you're a fan of his work. And I've watched a couple of his movies since finishing this book. I watched his movie Mud and Fertility, movies I'd never seen before. And uh, this dude is just, he's just an awesome cat. And this book is really good. I definitely recommend you guys check it out. It has a lot of inspirational stuff in there and things that you could kind of inner visions of what you want to do with your life and how to, how to get where you want to go. Obviously, he's at the peak of acting, but, you know, it's not really about that. That's just what it is for him, but that you could apply that to yourself. So that's like a PSA right there. But no, it was a great book. All right. Checking my book out. I like it. All right. Thank you. Man, it'd be a kick if you ever came on here. Matthew, if you're listening, man, come on through. We could talk about, we chop it up a little bit. But he, I've always said that he's like one of those actors that I would definitely hang out with if he's ever down for it. So salute to Matthew McConaughey. Go check out that book, Green Lights. And like I said, Vincent M. Ward's book, Step Daddy. And then one more thing before I go, got to, got to definitely pay respect and homage to the one and only diabolical Biz Marquis. Uh, he had passed away since I recorded my last episode, and man, it was just tough. It was just tough to hear. Uh, I know he's been battling it for a while, and there were rumors a few weeks ago that he had passed, and you just hoped the day wasn't going to come, and unfortunately it did. I got to see him perform twice. Uh, the first time I saw him perform... It was called the Legends of Hip Hop Tour. And I looked up, I still, I keep all my tickets. So I looked up the date. It was uh, May 18th, 2002 at the Airy Crown Theater here in Chicago. And the lineup was just sick. It was Biz Markey, Houdini, rest in peace of ecstasy, MC Light, Slick Rick, Dougie Fresh. I'm trying to remember, was UTFO there? I think that was it. I hope I'm not forgetting anybody, but that was, it was just a great lineup. And I believe Dougie Fresh and Slick Rick closed it. And it was the first time I seen any of these artists perform. I mean, Houdini just wrecked it. I mean, they, they really do a great live show. If you've never seen any of these acts before, you know, obviously you can't see some of them now, but 
they, they were just they just all brought it. Oh, Big Daddy Kane was part of it. How can I forget? Big Daddy Kane was also part of that lineup. And uh, Bismarcky, this is before I knew that he was doing more DJ stuff, and he was doing a whole set. And I just like, why is he doing that? But that's what he was doing then. He still did his songs and such, but it was kind of like part of the the DJ set he was doing. He'd like come out from the tables, do a song, go back. He was definitely getting the crowd excited, you know, doing his entertainment thing. That's that's what he always was. He was one of those great hip hop entertainers. You could put him up there with Dougie Fresh and people like that. Just somebody who came on stage. He's going to get the crowd excited. You knew you were going to have a good time when the Biz had a microphone or two turntables in front of him. You just, that guy, that, that's what he did. You know, a lot of people only know him from just a friend, and that's cool, but he's way more than just that. That's just a song. That's like saying, oh, I like the Beastie Boys. I fight for your right. Like, eh, okay. Uh, I like Run DMC. That Walk This Way is pretty good. All right, I got you. But there's bigger songs. There's better songs. There's songs that are not the ones that got played on the radio that you should know that more represent who that artist was. If you dig in Big Bismarcky's catalog, you'll be digging for a long time. There's a lot there. So many great records. I mean, I can't name them all, but I've been playing Going Off and The Biz Never Sleeps in the car for the last few days. Those are his first two albums. And Going Off is probably, if you're looking for an album to get started with, you know, you can't go wrong with the first one. That's Going Off. I mean, it's comes right off the bat with picking boogers. I mean, <laughs> it just shows you who Biz was. He'd make songs about anything. Uh, that dude was just a legend. It's like I said, I saw him perform at that concert. And I remember I went with my two sisters. There was an after party. They announced, oh, we're going to be at this club, after party, whatever. And we went and we saw you know, Dougie, Dougie Fresh was there hanging out. And Bismarcky was DJing a set at that club. And there was like a loft section. So the, the guy let us up. I don't remember why he did. I don't know if it was because I was with two girls <laughs> or because I told him, I was from Columbia College, which I was, and WCRX was the name of the radio station. Maybe because I told him that, he thought of some sort of like big deal. So he led us upstairs. I, I don't remember a lot about it. I do remember we, were, we, we got to talk to Biz for like a couple seconds. Like in between a couple songs, he turned around and acknowledged we were standing there. And I think I said, what's up, Biz? And, you know, maybe gave him a pound. I don't really remember. Um, but I do remember he shouted us out on, on the mic saying, you know, big up to WCRX for being here and that was cool my sister thinks there's a picture somewhere I don't think I don't think I remember taking a picture with them but if there is it's gonna blow my mind because I honestly don't remember and this is before cell phones and all that so you know you didn't have pictures of every living moment of your life so it's more of a memory for me but and I got to see him perform one more time at the Vic with Dougie Fresh and Slick Rick maybe like two three years later um just a legend man just one of the all-time greats it's just sad to see Biz passed and He's done so many great songs. He's worked with so many people. I mean, he's done songs with Large Professor and the Beastie Boys and you name it, he's done it. And just uh, just salute to the career and the legend of Biz Markie and just sad to hear that he passed. And those of you listening, if you're not familiar with the Biz, definitely dig in that catalog and listen to some of those legendary songs and albums that he's made over the years. Definitely be missed. This one really hits us hard. All right, that's it for the Infinite Banter podcast. Big shout out to my man, Jehovah Nisi. Go look up his album, Ovito. Go listen to it, check it out, and look for future stuff that he's doing. Follow the show, Infinite Banter Podcast, on all digital platforms like Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, at Infinite Banter Podcast. Go on YouTube, type in Infinite Banter, look up clips from past guests, past shows, and listen to the show on all streaming platforms. All right, that's it. I'm out of here. We'll try to watch that Kingdom of the Scrolls, or what is that movie called? Kingdom... Kingdom Skulls of the Kingdoms, Indiana Jones, a movie I never watched before that I never really wanted to watch, and I'm going to put myself through it. I'll watch that awful movie that I expect to be...
bad. All right, before we get out of here, let's go and play one last song from Jehovah Nisi. This right here is the lead featuring Griggs from his new album, Hovito. That's it. Until I do another one of these shows, I'm out. Hey, asshole, get off the road. Where's my money? That top baby package, he's supposed to be handing me my money. Here's a jar right here, 20%. Oh, you got the jar? That's right. <laughs> get the fuck out of here, friend. Oh, what you gonna do? What the fuck you gonna do, friend? Huh? What you gonna do? You gonna shoot me? Want everybody? Huh? Y'all niggas dealing with the pawns. You ain't meet with the dawns. Over Nisi, my name will ring on every street that you on. I heard you like to call police when it's on. It's not graffiti in the streets when the peace is drawn, you know? I must admit it, what I exhibit is too exquisite. I'm in the picture cause I fit in it. You could admire the ride from outside, but can't sit in it. And if you lean close, you can smell the scent in it. I'm repping it, every part of New York, from upstate to the boroughs, no matter the perils. They complain about the name and my claim to be king. And I got a lot to prove with nothing to lose. Used to hustle in the cold, just like you. With nowhere to go, just like you. In a house with no heat the whole night through. And I'm living out my dreams, no thanks to you. Fuck the fuck. Yeah, 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 uh, uh, they never thought she rock, niggas should come and take the lead. Yeah, 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 uh, uh, they never thought she rock, niggas should come and take the lead. Yeah, 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 uh, uh, they never thought she rock, niggas should come and take the lead. Yo, niggas be frauds, how you don't work but see his like I yours For clout, I seen grown men turning to whores Got yes men around to keep it feeling approved And get offended by anyone to tell them the truth On the real though, it's not a lie that I regret Except niggas are less slide, I should've shot in the neck No respect, y'all be paying all the niggas you get I could pay them a little more and have them line you, that's it Just got some new hardware with a cylindrical clip I'm out to get it so rich, ain't got time for this shit they never Thought some rock niggas to come and take the lead Fearless, cause losing ain't a fear that I fear I slept less, cause I pay attention to small detail Y'all claim thorough, we met them, they all female Need a new sound, pay pie to hit your email I don't know how to quit, my driver never derail Never Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, they never thought some rock niggas to come and take the lead Yeah, 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 uh, uh, they never thought some rock niggas to come and take the lead Yeah Infinite Banner with my man Mark has been a pleasure.